Welcome to the Eddie Hyatt Podcast. I am your host and teacher, Eddie Hyatt. So glad you've joined me again today as we continue working our way through Paul's letter to the church in Ephesus, packed with such powerful truths about God's redemptive plan and purpose through Jesus Christ. What was accomplished through Jesus? What was accomplished through his death and resurrection? What it means, how it applies to us as a result of putting our faith in him. And so it, it, this is a very rich letter that we are seeking to unpack along the way. And uh, yesterday, we were dealing with verses 11 and 12. Today, I want to go to, we'll probably go to verses 13 and 14 today. And so in verse 13, Paul says, in him. You see, we keep running into this phrase, in him. Because just remember, all of the blessings that belong to us are in him, in Christ. Only by coming to Jesus and putting your faith in him, immediately you become a part of the family of God. And you suddenly become an heir to everything that Jesus Christ accomplished for you at the cross and through his death and resurrection. Because you see, he didn't go to the cross for himself. He didn't need to. He went there for you and and everything that he died for, that he accomplished, and then was validated and affirmed by his resurrection and ascension to the right hand of God, everything he purchased, everything he accomplished belongs to you, but it has to be appropriated by faith, a living faith, not just a head faith, but a heart living faith in Jesus Christ. You become a family of God and an heir of God and a fellow heir with Jesus Christ. And by Paul using these phrases, in him, in Christ, in whom, through whom, he's telling us what belongs to us as a result of being a child of God, a born-again child of God whose faith is in Jesus Christ. So verse 13, he says, In him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom, and, and the personal pronoun is talking about Jesus, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Probably the most common way that seals were used in the ancient world was to show ownership, especially if something was being moved or was being transported. The owner would put his personal seal on that item. And so it would be forever known that this item, this package, this box, this animal, whatever it was, belonged to Mr. So-and-so. Now, it would sort of be like, uh, I'm in Texas here in Texas in the Old West before there, when there was open range. They, the, the different ranchers did not have fences put up. They had surveyed the land, and they had a sense of where their borders were, but they had not yet put up fences. So, and, and so their cattle would mingle on the open range. 
And so every year they would have a roundup time and they would put their brand on all the new cans. They would brand them to show this belongs to me. And, and Paul is saying that when you came to Jesus, God sealed you with his Holy Spirit. <laughs> now, this can happen. It, it may happen in a quiet way, may happen in a dramatic way. Now, God sealed when, uh, so, some Gentile believers. When Peter went down to preach to Cornelius, who was a, a Roman military officer, and uh, he would have had a household of not only family, but servants and so on. I don't know how big his household was, but households could be very large, depending on how well off the, the, uh, the, the head of the household was. It could consist of hundreds of people. But nevertheless, Paul, Peter went down, directed by the Holy Spirit, and we can read about this. I believe it is in, if I'm not mistaken, is that in Acts chapter 10? I, I want to direct you because this is very important. So I'm just going to turn over to this. And I think it is in Acts chapter 10. Yeah, Acts chapter 10. And so there were some, some Jewish believers that went with him. Now, at this time, there is still a lot of prejudice, even among the followers of Jesus, towards Gentiles. I don't want to go into in-depth with this, but you have to realize that Jews, and, that Jews did not fellowship with Gentiles. They were considered unclean. So when Jesus came and... Uh, and he died on the cross for the world. He came through the, the Jewish people, was born uh, through the Virgin Mary, was raised in a Jewish home. He kept all of the Jewish festivals and, and laws and so on. But then he died for the whole world. But there was still this prejudice against the Gentiles. And so when Peter went down and preached to the household of Cornelius while he was preaching, the Holy Spirit fell upon this group of Gentiles, and they broke out praising God in other tongues. And so Luke says, who's writing this, says that those who came with Peter, they were amazed that God had poured out his Holy Spirit on these Gentiles. Because apparently while they were sitting there listening to Peter preach to them about Jesus, sitting there, they believed. My friends, you don't have to, uh, to, to journey across the country. You don't have to go around the world to some special meeting, some special apostle or prophet. No, God can put you sitting right there in your seat listening to me, talking to you right now. And the Jews who came with Jesus, they were Jewish believers in Jesus. They were astounded that God had poured out his spirit on the Gentiles. And Peter said to them, he said, can anyone deny baptism to these people upon whom God has poured out his spirit like he did on us at the beginning? So no, we can't deny it. God has put his seal of ownership on and said, these people belong to me. And so they had a baptismal service. So, so in this situation, they were baptized in water after they were saved. 
and after they were filled with the Holy Spirit, because God used that situation to, to put his seal of ownership upon these Gentiles. So Peter and all these other Jews that came with them would know, yeah, I'm calling Gentiles too, and I'm putting my ownership upon them. And so now in verse, let me go on and read in verse 14, verse 15. Well, I'm still in Acts. Let me turn up back over to Ephesians. So Paul says that we were sealed by the Holy Spirit for promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance. The old king, I'm reading the New King James. The old King James says the earnest. And earnest is a down payment. It is like when you buy a car or you buy a house. The person from whom you're purchasing and or whoever is mortgaging it, they want a down payment. Something that will show that you are serious. And you give them earnest money or you give them a, a down payment to guarantee that you are going to come up with the rest of it. The guarantee is usually a very small portion of what actually is going to be fixed, but it is considered a guarantee, earnest money, a down payment, a guarantee. Now listen to this. Paul says that the Holy Spirit that God gives to us now is the guarantee, it's the earnest, the guarantee, the down payment of the full inheritance which is coming to us in its fullness later. The Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. In other words, our salvation is secure. We have it now. But the consummation and the fullness of our salvation is yet to come, yet to be revealed. And Paul is telling us that what we experience now, think about the greatest manifestations of the Holy Spirit that we experience, the greatest healing we've ever experienced, the greatest joy we've ever experienced from the Holy Spirit. These things are simply small down payments on what is coming in the future. There is a passage in Hebrews 6, 5, which speaks of those who have, and it's talking about us, who have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come, have tasted the powers of the age to come. Talking about when Christ returns and we receive our resurrected bodies. When I was a kid and my mother would make a cake, my brother and I used to ask if we could lick, we called it licking the pan. In other words, when she had scraped out all of the, the batter, the cake batter and everything into the pan, then we would take it and we would scrape out the little bit that was left. It was so good, was licking the pan. It was a taste. It wasn't the cake. It was coming later, but it was a taste. And God is giving us a little taste of heaven. As someone said, he gives us a little bit of heaven to go to heaven in. But it's just a taste. It's a down payment of the fullness of our inheritance that is coming. What a wonderful salvation we have in him, in Jesus Christ. 
Make sure when you're reading through Ephesians, I encourage you to sit down and read it in one setting and have your pencil, your highlighter, and underline or highlight every time you see a phrase in him, in whom, in Christ, through Christ, anything like that, underline it because it that will tell you who you are in Christ and what your inheritance is now that you are a child of God through Jesus Christ our Lord. I hope you'll check out my website, eddiehyatt.com. Some wonderful resources there. Uh, there is a bookstore. There are links to a blog, to uh, a YouTube channel. Uh, there's even a place there on the, on the homepage if you would like to give a gift to Hyatt International Ministries. This this podcast and our entire ministry is not underwritten by any church or denomination or organization. Uh, it's underwritten by the uh, partnership of people who feel God has wants them to be a part of our lives and our ministry. And so I will look forward to seeing you tomorrow for another episode of the Eddie Hyde podcast.